Hello and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Evan. And I'm Chad. And you all know exactly what this is. I'm not even going to do an intro. Let's just get right into it. Wow. What an episode. Uh, Where do we even start? Like, this Uh, is... Okay, I know where to start. Please. I know exactly where to start. I'm all kerfuffled. It was not a great episode for the King's Guard. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Should they even continue getting paid? At first, I was like, "That's the most boring possible point you could bring up," but you're absolutely right. Man, oh my god, they're terrible at their job. <laughs> Just like again, guys, again, guys, and again, guys. Yeah, wow. wow, it's like their one job. And they yeah. failed it. Three I know times. that part where the king is just like. You're supposed to be protecting my family. And the guy's just like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, not prince on prince. Like, dude, we hook up with each other all the time. You don't think arguments break out? Like, this has not been the first time that they've ever attacked each other. I'm sure. I was like the one time I was actually behind Viserys. Yeah, uh, Viserys. I don't know. I'm I'm done with Viserys. He's got to go. Uh, he oh, has, and then he immediately went back to terrible. I mean, he has zero. He, he doesn't care at all about actually fixing any of these problems um he only cares about shutting everybody up he just wants to brush everything under the rug he wants everyone to be cool he just wants everyone to get along he's so happy when everybody's like looks like they're getting along he just wants to fake it he's like bailing water or having people around him bail water as fast as possible just until he dies i think he's gonna be alive till the end of this season i think that the last episode he's gonna die and that's when all hell hell is gonna break loose and they're gonna make us wait two years for the next season that rings of truth it's such a horrible situation you can just see it you can just see it it's just oh every single step forward turning yeah this episode was such a perfect example of how spot on they nail their pacing it's like the story is relentless it just drives on regardless of whether or not you're ready you better hold on because like it's moving with or without you and whoo well, and we're so familiar with this situation and these characters by the seventh episode that the whole beginning of this episode was slow and dour and right. quiet. There was no music. There was no, it was just these people like milling around at this funeral. The skies are super gray. Even the cinematography, it's like very dark and gray and hazy. And, but the energy is off kilter. Yeah. It's, it's so tense. It's, and sad and just, ah, wow. So we we kind of start off with this like very important and necessary like setting of the scene, just like you said, it's all gray, and then we immediately get sucked into like edge of your seat butthole clenched town with Aegon staring down that dragon. We got to talk oh. about that. We got to talk about oh, that. Oh yes, that scene. Oh. That is easily, I think that's got to be the best on screen dragon ever depicted ever. that i mean the way it was ever. breathing the sound design <gasps> i was actually scared and it's like growl just oh my gosh it was like it was rattling you could hear it like w- it, the air like whistling through its ancient lungs the stones on that kid <gasps> oh my fucking, god and then when they're in that room at driftmark and that family feud is going on <laughs> and there are everyone's arguing and you know um like Rhaenyra gets cut by Alicent, and then that kid is it? It's Aemon, right? Because Aegon is the older one. Oh, you're right. Aegon is the older one. Yeah, yeah. Aemon. I said Aegon. I meant Aemon. So everyone's arguing, and then Aemon comes up, and he's just like, "Hey, I lost an eye, but I gained a dragon." And then the 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 silence, like after that, where it just pans to different people, oh. and they're all just like, "Damn, this kid is badass." Yeah, like, like did oh he just accidentally God. drop an armful of microphones? <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Because Otto Hightower was like, 
he's got a really good point you know um yeah Otto hightower is back wow he is back yeah he's working his little his little machinations or whatever oh i i loved amen in this episode he was just kind of like a kid before this and now he's like my favorite of them all he took on all four of them and won yeah i mean he got his eye cut out but yeah yeah but still he he could have been killed i thought he was gonna i don't need i don't know anything about fire and blood so i don't know who lives and who dies and i'm so glad that i didn't read the book i've never said those those words before but I'm so glad <laughs> that I didn't read the book before watching this show. Me too. I'm so happy that I didn't because I don't know what anybody's fate is. And also, I mean, to be fair, I don't know how close they're sticking to the source material, but I imagine True. it's fairly close. Yeah, Eamon was great. I really want to see more of their sister. I think her name's like Helena or something. Um, the one that's really obsessed with bugs. Let's see more of her. She yeah, seems she seems really, really interesting. interesting. I don't... Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> Uh, you have to Venmo me for a Coke. Oh, what? No, I said it first. <laughs> right. Cokes are like $3 now. I know. It's ridiculous. I have a notice that uh, okay. I wonder if you notice this. Did you notice that Viserys called Allison Emma when he said he was going to bed? I didn't know what to think on that. I did notice that, but it was I didn't... weird. He's losing it. He's losing yeah, it. Yeah, it was weird. He's losing it. He's losing it for sure. And, you know, when he goes up to Damon and he says, uh, you know, I'll find a place for you at court. And Damon, it's so funny because he's like, I don't need anything from you. It's like a t- pretty typical Damon answer. Yeah. And But then later, when they're in that room and everybody's arguing, Damon's just like leaning against the door just like, see, I don't want to deal with <laughs> yeah. any of this shit. This is crazy. Yeah, like, the king comes up to him during the funeral and tries to get like, uh, like, 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 we've both been through the same thing, you know. He's like, "Oh, and the little ones look just like the wife. What a blessing and a curse!" Like, okay, stop trying to relate to him. He's not yeah. gonna. No, Damon, like, shoot, enemies. I mean, that line that Damon says, where he, you know, the gods have been pretty cruel to you. That was basically his way of saying, like, you're almost out of here, man. Like, yeah, you are obviously... nothing alike. Yeah. Um. The. There were so many conversations in this episode that just cut right to the quick. Mm-hmm. There was so much honesty in this episode, which is so rare in the show. Yeah, in the, that's a both really of these shows, good way of putting it. Yeah, like Corlys and Reyna when they're talking about the legitimacy of those kids. Damon and Rhaenyra having their really heartfelt conversation and and hooking up, which I did not. I honestly didn't think they were ever going to hook up. I don't know United. what it was, but I just I thought that was like a lost thing, Same. and they were going to. They were going to work together in some capacity, but not literally have a like culty dragon wedding, which I loved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, which is also maybe a little bit quick, right? Oh, we got to we got to strike while the Valerian steel is hot, man. Like we got to. They already struck, kind of, but like I feel like they could have waited for like the optics, you know, no, just like a couple. Optics don't matter when you're like... about to take over an entire country. Yeah, but optics. she's already got the thing. Like, it's not like she's about to do a coup. Like, she's already the heir. It might like be a little bit better for public perception, you know? It's not necessarily a coup though, because it's like she's just holding on to her succession. Oh, yeah. So it's but um, in order to do I that, they have not to not necessarily about to make a coup. Yeah, but um, no, I agree with you. But uh, it's like they have to move fast because the only person, the only connection, how should I say, the only safeguard against this. The, the the illegitimacy of Rhaenyra's kids right now becoming public and delegitimizing Rhaenyra's claim to the public is Viserys. 
right now and he's about to die. So Rhaenyra and Damon have to move right now because Viserys is going like fast. They can't afford yeah. to wait at all. That's at least how I'm seeing it. I think you're right. Going back to what I was saying about everybody being super honest, it's like even Aegon saying, you know, because Viserys goes up to Aegon and, and you know, yells at him and tells, asks him where he heard this lie. And then Aegon says, like, come on, it's like, are we, am I seeing what everyone else is seeing here? <laughs> like, we all <laughs> know. Like, I want like, everyone to lie to me until I'm dead. Just yeah, get it. <laughs> lie to me until I'm dead. Yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, the showdown between Alicent and Rhaenyra. Oof. Wow, that was really, really intense. Public. Very public. There were so many people in there. I kept so thinking, I kept thinking, like, Viserys, you have ultimate power. Send everybody, but at least your family away. Like, send right. everybody out of here. What are you doing? Why are there 50 people in this room? It's yeah. such a bad idea. They're all going to talk, you know? Oh, and so he, just kind of, he tried to leave that conversation like three different times. Like, it's done. And then someone would like call him back. And they would get pushed about by like a tumbleweed in the wind just by whoever's mad he joined their side because like oh point me and i'll fire and then he fires at somebody else was, uh, what an old rickety man i love that that quip that allison got in though <laughs> entertaining his young squires like they're like <laughs> where is lanor and <laughs> oh my god <laughs> she's the queen though right i mean i don't keep forgetting it but i keep forgetting like just how much actual power Allison has in this situation. She's the second high, most powerful person in the realm. Totally. I think, right? That's how that... Uh, I, think I guess so, the yeah. hand... I can't remember if the queen or the hand has more power. But anyway, she's extremely powerful, has a huge amount of authority. And like I just keep forgetting that she she's such a player in all of this. Mm -hmm. Like she's... Uh, like I really thought that Kristen Cole was going to cut out that kid's eye i thought that it might happen though i think she overused her she doesn't know when to use her power right right she used it the exact one time that it's obviously going to get taken away like the one person in the room who has definitely more power than her made the exact opposite argument or command that she just made she's like no actually right. kill him it's like she's like i'm the queen it's like yeah but the guy who said not to first was the king so yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Do you think that Alicent was justified in like demanding one of the other kids' eyes no. be taken out? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Like yeah. they attacked him. It was four on one. Like I feel like it kind of everybody well, got roughed up. And their children. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter who started it. Really. Yeah, you don't they're, take the eye. Yeah, they're children. <laughs> like they're yeah, they're very very young. It doesn't even matter if the kid had a knife. Kids yep. have knives on them in King's Landing. You know, they should. I feel like it's lucky there was only one knife around. There are a bunch of Targaryens. Like they should, they should all have should knives all on them. All have knives. Yeah. Uh, that situation could have been way worse than it was. Not to say that Allison wasn't justified in being extremely upset about the situation, but like, I mean, taking another kid's eye, <laughs> like it kind of reminded me. I mean, this is like a much more extreme version of Cersei killing. Uh, Sansa's dog, you know, um, when Arya yeah. and that, that butcher's boy get in a fight and um, Arya ends up hurting Joffrey in uh, mm -hmm. season one of Game of Thrones. It does ring of that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And Aemon even had a rock, but he didn't use it. He had a weapon. He could have killed it. He could have taken it to the next level, but he was like, no, I'm not going to do this. And then the other kid took it to that level. So I kind of say good on him, you know? Yeah. But Aemon did call out his 
a legitimacy. Yeah, for it sure. Was a, that was, man, those kids beat the crap out of each other. They, like, man, I was, really I was just like, is somebody, when is someone going to step in? Like, this yeah, is getting kings fail. really, really bad. Yeah, kind of <laughs> alluding to your first comment at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there you are, guys. <laughs> just letting yeah. all of these kids run around unsupervised. Um, oh, so man. what did you think about Otto Hightower being back in the game? I've never liked Otto from the beginning. He's Ooh, a, like not like Otto. he's a good actor for sure, but I just I don't know. He's so greasy and old, and it's so clear to me that he's like working angles and like I'm just trying to get my people as close to the throne as possible, and he's willing to do whatever. When Rhaenyra was like, I do not believe that Alicent is capable of cold murder, cold blood murder. I was like, Yeah, but Otto is. Right. Um, it was a really interesting conversation between Otto and Alicent when, you know, Alicent is obviously really just exhausted with all of this. You know, mm-hmm. she she's just, you know, very frustrated with everything. And yeah. Otto comes in and is just like, hey, this is just this is how this shit goes down. Yeah. You know, like this is just how this, it's a gross game. And, you know, it's either either you can stoke. Yeah, you have to. You we have to play it. He's like, no, I know you have the determination to play it. Like, yeah, but I think he's a really important player in this. I think it's weird that it's like, why wouldn't Viserys just get a new hand that wasn't Otto? Like, there's got to be somebody that's fairly dependable. It didn't betray you in the past. Yeah, it doesn't have to. I don't know. Maybe uh, off screen or something like Alicent had a had a. Had some sway in that decision or something like I that. I mean, I'm sure she probably yeah. does. And Viserys is so eager to please too. Like maybe he just wanted to like, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, of- he's just smooth sailing. You know, what did you think about the conversation between Corliss and his wife, where he's like, history yeah. does not remember blood; it remembers yeah. names. What'd you um, thought? I think it's a very good example of the root cause of a lot of the conflict in both Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon is people's pride. Uh, and Reyna is one of the, as, as as far as I'm concerned, like one of the main, at least like clearest, um, denunciations of that pride, like that, that, that yearning for legacy. She's just like, I haven't wanted this in decades. I just want to have my kids. We're already so wealthy. We already have a legacy. You're the one that wants this throne and you, and you're using my, you know, the situation that I was in decades ago as justification for you being this ruthless. I think it was really awesome to see her call him out like that. And he had nothing. He, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, history just remembers names. It's like, yeah, but that's not an argument. Like your, your children are dying, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Is- He's like, what is life but to leave a legacy? And she was just like, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, that's not why I live my life. And he was exactly. just like, grumble, grumble, and then storms off. In fact, I think she leaves. Yeah, that's part of the the honesty that I was talking about. There's so much. This episode is so deliberate and honest mm-hmm. and clear. And I mean, mostly fairly slow um, compared to some of the other action build episodes uh, kind of earlier on in this season. Um, but it wasn't slow in a boring way. It was just no, slow. In a, it was it's one of still the building. Yeah, it's very tense for sure. Okay, I've got I got a question for you. This is a predictive based question. Do you think that Damon and Rhaenyra are going to sire a child? I don't know. In the um, near future. That would certainly. <laughs> How much more complicated could we make this? Um, yeah, Stir that would the be. Stir the pot a couple more times. I don't know. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. <don't> <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Okay, I have yeah. another question for you. Sure. Do you think that Damon and Rhaenyra, both of them, were in on her husband living? I don't know. That is, a, I was so happy though that he did. Me too. Because I liked him Me a lot. Too. That conversation. Uh, I know I keep bringing this up, but another really honest conversation between the theme. Lenor and Rhaenyra when he says, you know, I'm ready to step up. I'm ready to be here. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, you're about to die. Because, <laughs> you know, you're being too cool. You're being too yeah. good of a person. You've realized the errors of your ways. You're about to die. Um, but he didn't. And I was so happy to see that maybe he just actually gets away and him and Sir Carl can just go live in Pentos or Bravos or something and just be soldiers just, just do their thing yeah you know uh that'd be cool but I mean it made me keep respect for Rhaenyra because I was like no I don't want her to like totally go to the dark side you know well see I had a couple of different thoughts on that and I'm glad you brought it up because at first I thought it was Rhaenyra um kind of making sure that Lenor was okay or Damon because I wouldn't put it past Damon to not unnecessarily like to yeah, to not unnecessarily kill somebody. Yeah. Uh, if he didn't have to. I really do think Damon, he's not as clear cut of a terrible person as you might initially think he is. Totally. I think he's more complicated than that. But I also thought maybe it was Sir Carl that had set all that up. Uh, Whose body was that, though, that they popped out uh, of the fire? I have no idea. Because it wasn't that kid, because he no. was really small. He's, and he said he was going to go run and grab some some help or whatever. Mm -hmm. Who was that? I don't know. Now we find that out. I love <laughs> Larry's at the end of the episode. Like Larry's strong. Um, <laughs> he's like, you need an eye. I can get you an eye. <laughs> that got so greasy. Like, Whoa, man. <laughs> She's like, that will not be necessary. But like, thanks for the support. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, me! And like I'm I? actually super into taking eyes from children. Like, I gotcha. I can. Oh you need an, I got an eye guy. I'll go Dude, get you an eye. Yeah. And while we're talking about just like disrespecting bodies and stuff, might we talk about the beginning couple seconds of this episode where they just like you know most ocean caskets like float off the arrow gets shot into the thing it's like a pirate burns and there's like a, a symbolism where it's like sailing onto the horizon like onto the next thing with mystery you don't know where they're going they're moving on this they just like push it off a cliff it clunks splashes and goes straight to the bottom like just to rot there until like one day it floats to the top and like washes ashore while you're taking a, a ride along what <laughs> yeah they kind of just like dump it in their backyard yeah. <laughs> i mean if you think of it as like a it's like a cemetery it's just an underwater cemetery so you know like most big uh estates will have like a little section of caskets and stuff like they're just underground this one's just yeah, underwater. But, I mean, burying seems this is kind of they're kind of piled like haphazardly they're just right there you know like set them free let them sail away sail away play some Enya I have an actual honest question here um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry well honest I, is very apropos for this episode I have an honest question Um, so does divorce like just not exist in this world um, apparently not if you're royalty I, I guess not because yeah Rhaenyra is just like we gotta or Damon said you know we're gonna have to kill Lenor kill him. <laughs> yeah and I was just <laughs> like whoa pump the brakes here I bet She's if like, you just sign a few papers and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah I guess that's uh yeah that makes sense with like yeah royalty. and like how do you split up half a kingdom 
All right. So my favorite part of the entire episode, as we start closing out of here, um, is Vagar, the dragon, huge, oh. giant green dragon. Yeah. It's the, it was, and there are a lot of parts of this episode to like that are really driving this, this incredible show forward. Huge moments. Um, but that dragon, oh, like the, the fantasy thing. nerd in me, was just, it, it, I, oh my God. It, it was, was the so right good. size, the right look. Was I was literally afraid of it. Yeah. I was just watching it on my little computer monitor and I was just like, I was leaning back when I was watching it and it, it got me to like, I like was leaning forward, like elbows <laughs> on my desk. Like a foot away from the screen. I went back five times, and then when I took my note to make make sure that I talked about it, I paused it right on the camera, right behind him. So it's just like, look, man, it's just right. It's what a beautiful scene. It was, it was so good. Wow, uh, this show it's not better than Game of Thrones because I feel like Game of Thrones has six and a half really solid seasons, right? Um, and the books to back it up, and it was like. It came out first, and I've got you know. There's all this. There's like a, some nostalgia tied to it and stuff, but it's right there. It's right yeah. there. It's just as good as like seasons three, four of Game of Thrones. Ugh. We're comparing a shish kebab to like a fillet, and yeah. it's like it might become the fillet. Man, it's so good. <laughs> Our food analogies on here. <laughs> we're never gonna stop. It's a couple meatlets, you know. Uh, we're gonna start closing out here. What is? What do you think is gonna happen in the next episode? Around uh, it'll be episode eight. Uh, what do I think is going to happen? I think the general populace is going to be a little bit unhappy with the Rhaenyra's Damon thing, Rhaenyra Damon thing. Um, I think Alicent is going to go full on. All right, auto pops. Let's do it. Lead me and I will do what you tell me. And they're going, the division is going to get steadily wider and wider with the only thing kind of holding it together is the extremely weak link of Viserys's poor health. Right, and then just like you said, when that goes, it all goes. It's all. It's like when Robert Baratheon died in the end of Game of Thrones. Yep. Just that's all. It now it's now it's a rush. Now it's yep. a rat race. One yeah. uh, voice of reason with power being able to say no, stop that goes away. This whole place is going to light up like a powder keg. Yeah, I agree with you. Is there anything specific that you want to uh, predict? I'm really interested to see what happens with Aegon. Not Aemon, the the kid who got his eye cut out, but Aegon, the window masturbator. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he strikes me as kind of not all there. Like he he seems like a little bit insane already. You know, the yeah. coin the coin flipped over to insane for him like pretty early. Mm-hmm. He seems like he's gonna be a a problem for both sides, kind of. He's like yeah. the wild card kid. I don't know what because Eamon is fairly consistently brutal and awesome. You know, what? I, I want to make another note real quick. Um, I'm so happy that uh, some of these kids are dressed in black all the time and they have brown hair, and some of these kids are dressed in green all the time and they have white hair. Because if all of them had white hair and really similar sounding names, I would not be able to tell anybody apart. They would all like no one apart. I'm so happy that because it is kind of like. Why are they always wearing green? You know, but it's right. just one of those things. That huzzah to Rhaenyra's infidelity <laughs> <laughs> for allowing that to happen. I mean, it wasn't infidelity. You know, they said that they had well, tried it out. Like that's true. It was very agreed upon. Yeah. So I guess it was only infidelity in the the rawest like meaning the of the word. Legal you know? sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, exactly. On exactly. paper. Not in the emotional. If anything, that was like the most successful open relationship I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I think that uh, things are just going to keep building. Obviously, things are going to keep getting worse. I know I just predicted that Viserys will last until the last episode, but I think we have three episodes left, and I don't think he's going to make it to episode 10. So you think two away or one away? I think in the next one. Think next one, huh? I think in the next episode, Viserys is going to die. I'm going to say the following one just for <laughs> being the sake of being yeah. different, but I kind of agree with you in that Man, some really cool things can happen to leave leave us on some major cliffhangers with him dying. And I think a two episode post him dying will be just enough to just destroy everything and leave us in crazy limbo. There's dragons on both sides. What do you think is going to happen with um, Damon's children? Are they going to become players in this at all? They're see, they, you know, my my initial reaction is they seem awfully young, but that's not stopping Aemon. Uh, as probably won't stop Aegon. Right. Luke and Jaceres seem pretty aggressive, and I don't know. We haven't seen much out of them yet, but I mean, they have they have old Valyria in their blood. You know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised. They were feisty. Yeah, they were yeah, they were right there in that fight. This is going to be really, really different than anything else we've ever seen because it was all adults before and there were kids involved mm-hmm. last time but not to this degree i feel like i don't know no, we don't have like 16 joffrey we have a lot <laughs> i know oh man it's just um i think that this show is doing a really fantastic job at really showing this is the targaryen dynasty there's dragons like casually flying around these kids are extremely violent and extremely cruel like at the outset you know the, you know, the stark kids aren't you know they're they're great. They're cool as cucumbers, you know? You uh, let them babysit your yeah. children. Um, even uh, Tommen uh, Baratheon, Tommen is fine. Marcella was sweet. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Great. Um, Joffrey was awful, but, right. you know. Just a little demon. <laughs> <laughs> know, is there anybody in this show that you hate more than you hated Joffrey? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Not even the kind of. <laughs> Joffrey had five seasons of build up you know was it five it was a lot it, no, it was four uh but it, it was, was a lot. it was so much of this kid and he was like the worst type of bad yeah, guy yeah um i think Aegon is trending toward joffrey territory but i think it'll be a yep. different flavor it'll be like a like not necessarily cruel but just like just insane evil like like joker right, style yeah because yeah, i think he's gonna be with aemon now gaining a, a dragon and having some power i think you kind of nailed it when you're like he's gonna get a little jealous he's always been in the position of like if anything ever happens i'm kind of the obvious next one but now he's got this like power player with him and he's gonna be kind of jealous be like oh maybe i actually do want that I'm like losing this position that i like always said i didn't want but I think he does, and he's going to start fighting for it in crazy what ways. What do you think is... I think that this episode really tried to to talk about this and and bring this to the fore, but I don't think it really answered the question, because I don't know if there really is an answer to this question, but why can't people just be satisfied ever with with anything? I mean, it's... I'm not saying... I mean, that's kind of Corliss's... Yeah, right. It's, I mean, it's, like I said yeah. earlier in the episode, I mean, it's really the root of so much suffering in these shows and kind of our own, you know, little situation we got here on old planet Earth. But it is a really interesting, horrible thing that these people that have so much already, the, the, the wealth disparity in this world is ridiculous. And they have so oh, much and they disgusting. just... They will not stop until they have the ultimate amount of power even though 
it's been demonstrated so many times that as soon as you get into that power position, you're taken down as soon as possible, as soon as somebody else can get it from you. And there was a, and I want to close this episode out by a notice that I made when Corley's was talking to, I can't remember if it was Luke Aries or just Aries, um, but one of Rhaenyra's kids, um, they're at the funeral and Corley's comes up and says, you're going to be Lord of Driftmark. And then the kid says something to the effect of, yeah, but if I get to that position, that means everybody is dead. Oh yeah. And Corley's has nothing to say to that. And I thought that was such a, it was such an important line for not only this show, but for game of Thrones and a lot of other shows like this, where you know, out of the mouth of, of a babe, you know, out of this kid's mouth, he says, like, when, once I get there, what it's going to, it's not going to matter. I'm going to have, I'm going to have lost everything, you know? And I don't even know if the, mm, I kind of thought it was steeped in his own insecurities about his ability to perform as a leader. Maybe. Um, but I, I, it, you could be totally right. And I think that maybe that's that kid's kind of general seems to be his kind of vibe, you know? Um, yeah. but also the reason that it, it was between him and Corlys, you know, mm. I think it was a way of saying like, once I get to this position, I'm going to lose everything. Um, and I don't know if the kid really right. understood that as deep as it could go, but he did have some sort yeah. of inkling. Like I, I've only been around for a little while and I'm already seeing how this plays out. Like this is yeah. obviously bad for I everybody. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, that was, that was just a, a pretty big notice that I had. Um, I think the writers are using him as, to make their point, even though he might not be aware of it. Yeah. You know? Wow, what an incredible show. I'm so happy that this is as good as it is. It's it I can't what a I'm great like, show. Just like with Rings of Power at this point now, because Rings of Power is starting to ramp up too. Uh a week is too long. It's too long. Too long. I feel like I was talking to one of my uh friends on Instagram earlier today and she was like, I should just like make a group message with you and Evan so I can just like send you guys awesome messages while I'm watching this because it's so exciting. And I was like, Yeah, you definitely should because it is so exciting. Well, I mean, that'd be fun, but we kind of watch it a little bit late, so <laughs> so I'll be I know, spoiling I everything know. for us. But if you're watching it and have awesome notices, send us yeah, hit us up. And uh definitely yeah. um if you're not part of the Discord, go join the Discord. There's awesome conversations happening in there all the time. We do have a Patreon and everything, and that helps out a ton, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to mine and Chad's very energized, very excited discussion of Episode 7 of The House of the Dragon. And uh, I can't wait. Emphasis on Dragon. I can't wait for the next episode. I'm going to be so sad when this amazing show is over, but we will, we will soldier on. Make sure you guys join us for next week's episode. And of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.